Superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love on episode 660 featuring Tristan Taramino from April 9th, 1998, a Thursday night show. Source on this one, a Kevin tape from 2016 with JBJ tape patches from 2008 and a little bit of Toby Dog from 2007. It's another newly restored episode. Previously, we only had about 50 minutes and from the Toby Dog tape, it was very rough quality. Then we had another short segment from the JBJ tape. Now we have the full show complete, one file, thanks to the new Kevin recording. This is Tristan's first of two classic Loveline appearances. She has another visit in 2002, almost exactly four years later. Tristan and her expertise lead to a very funny six minutes to close out the show. Solid episode. Mahalo and get on. Your host, Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Peter. Peter? Yeah. You're 23. What's going on? Oh, not much. How are you guys doing? Yeah. All right, um, this is the situation. Um, everything is going pretty good um, at my work where I work, and there's this girl that I've been working with. We work together in the same area. We've been working together for about two years, and um, I think she's re- really great. She's really beautiful. She's a hard worker. I mean, a great all-around gal. Just the only problem, little obstacle, I guess, is that she's a lesbian, and um, she's been in, like, several lesbian relationships throughout the course of this time and they're never really that stable and i just really like to ask her out but i don't even know if that's possible yeah you got a real good shot yeah you How know you there's figure? this uh hmm? how do you figure really good shot i'm of just being an asshole it's right. not going out with her right. you kidding she's well, a lesbian uh, listen i've had my eye on drew for a couple of years now <laughs> how about it big boy ain't gonna happen sorry really come yeah. on no nope. come on sorry. it'd be so much easier they really would. But we could carpool. And you're so cute. <laughs> you understand, Drew? It's, yeah, you got the same shot, Peter. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? No, no chance in hell. Well, has she given you any reason to believe that you do? Um, no, I mean, she's really nice to everybody. It's just that, um... Peter, I, has she given you any reason? I want to see her, like, in a... Hey, listen, you got to change your name to Tartar. Oh, okay. Please. She's real nice to everybody. Okay, listen, find yourself a nice heterosexual gal who can turn lesbian later. Maybe you can watch when she's turning the corner. Uh, no, thanks, but... Peter, what's up with you? Uh-oh, uh, not much. Have you had relationships? Um, yeah. yeah. Not, I mean, I've had one. I'm just... seems like... <clears throat> it's not the real... I look forward to... I'm just... Basically, I'm real old-fashioned. I'm... I mean, I listen to you guys a lot, and I hear what's going on. Dad dated a lesbian, and by yeah. crack him. No, it's just that. We're real old-fashioned. What's like, date a lesbian? Like old uh, values, basically. You know? All right. Well, look, let me explain old values. Yeah. People dated people who were of uh, their sexual, who shared the same proclivity they right. do. That's true. You understand? It's not enough that she enjoys uh, the vagina like you do. Mm-hmm. 
she has to enjoy the peanut. Right. All right, Peter, come on now. You're 23. Where are you working? Huh? Oh, I'm not at liberty to say, but I'll let you guys figure it out. Two people that are uh, spokesmen for where I work are Kathy Ireland and Martha Stewart. You working for the um, uh, American Nazi Party? No. <laughs> Yeah, it's a retail store. Oh, oh, oh okay. You work for Kmart. Oh, I understand. Yes. I know. Geez, I'll tell you, this Kmart, Drew, they got the Kathy Island. Uh, I think they have Jacqueline Smith, or maybe she's for uh, Sears. I, I, I thought I was watching a Bob Hope uh, on one of these things. Maybe that's Target. They had Kathy Lee. I don't know. Right? I know. Yeah. Hey, what about oh, they have Penny Marshall and uh, and Rosie. Yeah. What the hell's going on with this place? I thought that I thought this place was a dump. Well, I mean, Target, Target has been elevated to sort of a, a, you know, a, a great department store now. All right. No. You know I what? Know. Listen, when I was a kid, there were the Zodis of the world and the Kmarts of the world, and the uh, Haves went to May Company and Bullocks, and the Have Nots went to Zodis and they went to Kmart. Now, please, let's uh, let's define these a little more clearly so I can make fun of the poor people. Now that i got a few bucks in my wallet, there's no more poor people for me to make fun of anymore. Woolworth is gone. Yeah. Sorry. we got to get that going again. All right, Drew. Yeah. Here's what's going on tonight. Tristan Terramino. Yeah. You know who that is? Yeah. Who is she, Drew? She wrote uh, this book that's sitting in front of me called The, Ult- you, you read it. the Ultimate Guide to Anal Sex for Women. Yeah. Yeah. We, we're not going to book the guy who uh, writes The Ultimate Guide <laughs> for Anal Sex for Men. We're just not going to do it. Not prepared. For that, she's going to come in here. She's been on a bunch of different shows. She, uh, I don't know if she's a lesbian herself. Uh, no, she's not a lesbian. Uh, check this out. She doesn't need anal sex. She's a lesbian. The advocate named oh, her. Oh, bisexual, yeah. Named her one of the best and brightest gay and lesbian people under 30. Uh, but you won that in 89. Please Stop. hand that out to anybody. All right, so she's going to come in here, and uh, in about 15 minutes, she's going to tell us all about this. Because uh, a lot of guys trying to talk a lot of women into this. And uh, she's going to. Uh, Remove some of the stigma surrounding the anus. Hmm. Yeah. I'd like to remove a little of the stigma around my anus, Drew. Could you get that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Mary. Hi. You're 14. Yeah. Um, well, see, there's this 21-year-old guy that I know, and he's, like, a friend of the family and all that, and I've kind of known him. He's, like, on Easter and stuff. Well, great time, right? He comes around and, like, you know, we just play and stuff. Well, not like that, but. Um, like Easter egg hunt and stuff, but now he like wants me to give him a blowjob and stuff. Do you think that's appropriate? A family friend to ask you that? Does yeah. he put that little fake green grass around at the base of his penis? And by the way, uh, there was a law held in California Supreme and Court stick today. it through the basket. Did you hear about that? That's a good call. Where uh, it's still illegal for minors to have sex with each other or for a male to have sex with any minor. He illegal. comes over and prays. Um, you look for Easter eggs, and, and then, then he wants prays, DJ. Then he prays upon. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody, listen to Drew. Mary, please, don't even... Are you shocked? Are you? What are you asking us? I don't know, because I really like him. I mean, right, he, like he, is a, he is a he's a creep. Right? He may seem like a great, cool guy now, but this is a bad person, okay? What grade are you in? I'm eighth. Eighth grade. Yeah, that's fairly pathetic. And he's out of college. You know, abuse farm. Yes, he does, Drew. You're right about that, 100%. Mary. Yeah? Please, this is a recoculus. But I've, I've had, like, a crush on him for so long. That, but he is showing his true colors. This is not a good person. It's a bad person. Plus, 
at least the guy could have the, um, you know, the dignity to, um, you know, make you think he wanted a date or something. He just wants oral sex. Well, like, well, it didn't start out like that. Like, because he was asking me personal things, like, if I'd done it before. And, like, like first he was going to, but then... Mary. That's great. Some guys have this uh, motto when it comes to the penis. I, uh, I abandoned it uh, quite some years ago myself. But they'd like the, anyone to put their mouth on their penis. Uh, these are the guys who put the uh, pate on the penis or the dog licks it off. These are the guys who uh, take a Rolo, uh, warm it up, stick it to the end of the penis, stick it through the chain link fence, and hope some uh, eighth grader comes running by and grabs hold of it uh, at the uh, elementary school or the junior high level. This, this is pathetic. Come on, Mary. I mean, you're 14. Yeah. If, if anybody, believe me, you have um, many, many years of guys wanting you to perform oral sex ahead of you. And if you do this in this guy, he's not going to be a boyfriend. He's not going to be around. Not going to be a relationship with you. And I'm telling you, uh, I suggest you let it leak out to any of your siblings or your family. And this guy, oh my God, is he a religious so man? Um, I don't think so. I, he he was um he's an alcoholic, and <laughs> and you know that. Yeah, he's recovering because my parents are alcoholic, recovering alcoholics. Yeah. All right, Mary. Mary. Well, his recovery. Let me tell you. His Next recovery. time your dad falls asleep, I want you to go in the room and kick him in the nuts. Oh, uh, well, I really do. Here. Oh, he's not. Oh, surprise. Hold on. Oh, I got to peel Drew up off the floor. Drew, Imagine you that. okay? Uh, he's, he's, he's he may be a sex addict too, and that is un, un, not yet dealt with, obviously. And his alcoholism is. In jeopardy. This is not somebody in any form of real recovery, okay? All right. So listen, Mary, just because your own dad's an a-hole and things aren't as good as they could be, please, it doesn't mean you have to act out. Uh, please. <laughs> Drew pictures his daughter in every situation. You see no, the eyes of your daughter in no, every that, caller, don't that you? that one I don't. Almost everyone, but that one. You don't? I, that one I... It just, Why don't you let me around her then? Well, for obvious reasons. Maybe I can wean her off men early. Yeah, that's a possibility. Let me, I'll think on it. Yeah. Maybe give her some sort of negative conditioning. Yeah. I uh, bend over to take a look at something under the oh, sink. She gets it. a shot of the hair oh, crack. That'd be it. She's on the women from that day forth. All right. Listen, I, I know you got a call worked out here, Drew, but I saw something that said fart lighting, and uh, I got to know. Gwyneth. Hey. Hey, you're 17. Yep, I am. What's happening? Well, I heard your show on Monday, and I was really just dying to tell you guys the term for lighting your farts. Mm -hmm. By the way, please don't include me in this. You died okay. to tell Adam. Drew, you've done it. You know, you're man of medicine. You have yeah, to yeah, check into that stuff. Yeah, yeah, you handle all the medical stuff. stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, here it is. Blue flaming. Yeah. 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 Well, there it is. Um, okay. And I just wanted to say that girls do it, too. No, they don't. Oh, yes, they when do. When it does. They're Every like guys do. Every party, we, we have it. Really? Yeah. It's, like, so much fun. But, wait, you can't use the normal matches. No, you got to use a lighter. No, 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 no. You uh, light up the fireplace oh, long, little... you know. Yeah, the, extend, the extendo lighters. Yeah. Right. And so that way your hand doesn't get burned. Yeah. yeah it's it's just your pajamas cold. catch on fire. I, if you have enough technique and enough finesse and long <laughs> enough arms like myself, you can do it with, you know. Anything. I, I do a little piece of flint in between my uh, thumb and forefinger. Oh. Yeah, like Houdini used to do it. <laughs> Well, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gwyneth. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm aware of the uh, Blue Flamer Club. Okay. All right. But okay. it's nice to hear. Are uh, other teenage girls doing this? Uh, yeah. I'm, I just do it once in a while. Mm -hmm. Well, there's some that are really make commitment to it. 
other other kids are uh, dropping out of school and hitting the circuit. No. I, I find that very ironic. <laughs> you don't find that ironic, Drew? No. <laughs> you know what? You know, I'm uh, now that I'm working on this uh, ABC pilot. Yes. I'm thinking if this thing really takes off, yeah, I could be uh, the next like Tim Allen, except for funny, <laughs> and make a lot of money. I figure, right. if, you know, if Tim Allen is getting you know a million episode. I got to be good for like at least six million episode. Oh, good. Right. Yeah. So I'm starting to make a little list of uh, bizarre fetishistic uh, uh, activities to engage in. You know, when I get older and have lots of uh, extra income. Things you wanted to be sure to to check off your list. Yeah, yeah. like you You're know, actually my, making the list. Yeah. You actually my, my finally writing. My theory, my theory is because we we always hear about these guys. Um, all guys are the same. It's just they don't have the same pocketbook. Once a guy gets enough disposable income, he starts getting into weird stuff. You know, like when we have these strippers in here, or these uh, girls that used to work for Heidi Flies, yeah. and they start telling you about all these celebrities, yeah. and what's the through line here? They're men, and they have a lot of money, and they don't know what to do with their money. So this could be one of my things, teenage girls coming over and uh, lighting farts. Oh, no. Pay them a couple hundred dollars, I make some, uh, like, uh, chili con carne, and then I, we just all congregate in the uh, in the den. A real man ovation. Yes, thank you. Oh, that's good, Drew. I'm going to write that down. Yes. Misty. Hi, I had a call for Dr. Drew. Yes, ma'am, what's up? Um, I went to, I am supposed to be pregnant anyway, and I went to the doctor Monday to have an ultrasound, and I was supposed to be 10 weeks along. Mm -mm. And they did the ultrasound, and they said the baby was only about six, uh, big enough to be like six weeks along. Yeah. And there's no fetal heart tones. So uh -oh. the doctor said yeah. either I was having a partial miscarriage yeah. or that we were off on dating. Hmm. And I'm wondering how likely it is to be a month off on dates, first of all. Well, how did you form your dates? Just from my last menstrual period. And my doctor called me after that, and she told me um, if if I had this menstrual period and then conceived the next month, that right. was possible. Right, it is possible. Not not real likely, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. And I one, do aren't they concerned about the lack of, uh, there was no heart tones, but was there a beating heart? Could they see any? No, nothing. Hmm. Nothing. That don't sound good. No. no. But how, you know, I talk to women and I say, um, when you do, and they uh, slap me and go, I'm just fat. No, they say, um, uh, oh, I'm, I'm due uh, May uh, 20, 24th. Mm. And I go, how, the hell do, how do they figure that out exactly? I mean, do you know? I've yeah. Had, you know the the day you yeah, conceived? Pretty, yeah, How uh, come? I mean, if, if you're young, you're having a uh, uh, you're active sexually. How do you know well, what week from what night and all that kind of stuff? I think they take it back. If I, I haven't done this in a long time, but there was these wheels we used to have in residency that that would uh, you just you just pick those. You just spin them in whatever one they land no, they, on. They, they, and I think it went back two weeks from the the end of the. the oh, is that how they figure yeah, it out? Yeah, when you missed your period. Yeah. yeah. So that. Uh, so that number, wh where it might be exact using uh, Drew's uh, pregnancy wheel, um, it's not really. It could be a could week be a earlier. Days. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, so I wondered, they're going to do another ultrasound next week, and they said that if there's still no heart tones, then it was probably a miscarriage. Yes. Um, and my other question was, shouldn't I be, how long does it take then after, say, a baby dies to experience? I mean, because I'm not bleeding. I'm or to spontaneously bleeding. miscarry. Right. Uh, it can be very long. I mean, oftentimes it has to be done surgically. Oh. Yeah. I had a miscarriage once before, and they said, I think it was called a missed abortion. Yeah. And I had to have a DNC then. Mm -hmm. What's a missed abortion? 
as I remember, again, just a, a miscarriage. That, did, did anybody know the? Did they? I see. Um, Drew's bamboozled, Misty. No, it doesn't. Uh, it just you don't know like, what's it going like on. Intrauterine and fetal demise. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just went in DNC afterwards. After the after the fetus did not survive, they went. Go ahead and evacuate. Misty, you married? Yes, I am. You're trying pretty hard here, huh? Well, not trying, but I just we already. Where have, they, have, they, they yeah, have. Wait a minute. Oh, oh, how many kids you got? Two. All right, that's enough. You're 24. <laughs> Believe me, this any, is God sending a message. Were there any problems before this? Um, I miscarried my first child, and then I went on to have the two. And they were all, it's all first trimester miscarriages? Right. The other one was at 10 weeks also. Did anybody suggest any genetic testing or anything for you guys? They did some testing and whatnot, and they said that everything was fine. Okay. All right. But I just wondered, how long does it take after, uh, say, the fetus dies to start experiencing that? You oh, know what I mean? Can, it can take weeks. It, it can? can? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like um, you're, you're carrying something around inside of you. Yeah. Like um, it's like you're uh, like a like a mule carrying um, heroin across the border or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no! See, I, that's why I could never be a woman. If Does I knew, that freak you out too much? Yeah. Oh, listen! If there's like a mosquito in my room, I can't go to bed. Oh boy! You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if I like, if I was walking around and I knew I had like a crab or a, a tick or a flea or something on me, I'd be ruined. Huh. You know, I couldn't imagine having a partially formed human sort of floating around in me, waiting to escape. Oh. Oh. I should really respect women more for what they have to go through. Yes. Yeah. We'll work on And it. plus, I mean, they they have all sorts of biological reactions to losing the oh. I mean, not, not, oh. not to mention the bonding and the, no. the yeah. emotional they reactions, shouldn't get but there are biological reactions that make them feel terrible afterwards. Alex. Yes. You're 22. Yes, I am. Why does it, Drew? Why does all that stuff hit me on such a uh, level? All no, that uh, no, it's oh, it's so weird. Which it's like icky. What? What? You were a woman in a past life. No, no, I'd appreciate it more. I think it was an aborted fetus in a la- in a last life. That's nice, Drew. Let me write that down. You're saying uh, my soul could be in some uh, mason jar somewhere filled with formaldehyde, getting passed around here, some junior college kind of health class or something like that. Could be. Hey, isn't that some kind of harassment or something? Can I sue you for that? What is it, what bothers you about it? That that whole like uh, you know mommy and uh, you know uh, stuff and uh, placenta and, and bleeding and uh, afterbirth. And, There's all kinds like, of all theories that, that men listen going on down there. there. Theories that men uh, are real fearful of women and their sort of their insides that it sort of represents. Yes. It represents nature and chaos. I don't even like to walk you, into a bathroom after all, a woman's all, been all in all there. All the things that you can't control, all the things that uh, sort of are non-Apollonian, things that are not linear, not able to be contained. They're sort of a swamp of like, nature. Here's what I like a woman airbrushed. Yeah, right. I don't uh, like all the uh, dilating things and, uh, uh, you know, uh, stuff coming out and hemorrhoids and stirrups. and I don't want to get anywhere near it. I, if, if I get married and my wife gives birth, you know, I like there's like four or five hypotheticals before I even get to a kid. You know what I'm talking about? No. If I ever get married right, and right. then my wife uh, may become pregnant at one point or another, I don't want to be in there. I really don't. And it's as a matter of fact, I don't want anyone else in there either. There's all, there's also, I want her just to go to the woods. There's also belief that uh, men are fearful of sort of being sucked back in there. That there's a, you know, No, there's a ch- young, young child that there was that fear that somehow this was going to... 
take a piece of them away. No, I'll wear a sombrero in case. Uh, in case. No, I'm, no, but I'm that's where the primitive weird feeling comes from. Oh, not okay. that you actually believe it's going to happen. I'll tell you, I could spend a weekend in there, but I don't know if, <laughs> about for life. Nice place to visit. All right, so uh, let's recap. Uh, Drew said that uh, in a past life I was aborted fetus. That's nice. <laughs> Alex, I was wondering if there are any long-term health effects of LSD use. Absolutely, I see it every day. Nobody wants to hear me when I say this, but uh, I see it well, every, yeah, every time he kisses his wife goodbye. Like, like what? Uh, the most common thing I see are chronic mood disturbances, severe depression. Sometimes they don't start until 10 years after you've used, and uh, they are intractable, require medication, and can be quite serious. You see it every day? All the time. You treat these people every day? There's one circumstance in which I automatically believe an addict should be put on antidepressant medicine. Usually there's sort of an axiom in addiction medicine. You let somebody at least be a month or two or three off drugs before you make a determination as to whether they're depressed. If somebody comes in and said, I did LSD 20, 30, 50 times, that person gets antidepressants right away because they're going to have depression ongoing through their life. But it doesn't affect everybody that way. Some people get away it, with it. Uh, some people, but if you're seeing trailers still, that's you. You've had, you've had an alteration in your brain anatomy. That's why you're still seeing the trailers. And it tends to be those people that see the, have the persistent visual changes that have the chronic mood problem. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I blame the government. Why? Uh, you know, they put such an emphasis on the whole marijuana angle of uh, drugs. And uh, to hear, if you, some right-wing senator, uh, to hear him speak, you would think marijuana and uh, LSD are the same. They're illicit. Right. They're mind-altering. They're drug. But... Um, you see cigarettes finally they're making an issue with. Yeah. No, that's true. But uh, LSD, they don't really, you never hear them speak about it or, or cocaine or any of that. It's just, it's illegal. And uh, so is marijuana. And they don't right. have any, they, you know, they no don't hierarchy. speak. Yeah, there's no shades of gray. It's right. just uh, black or white. Yeah. And then what happens is, is uh, people smoke pot and they go, oh, okay, well, this is just brainwashing. And then they go get into everything. Right. And most people don't know. I mean, like the government, the government should come out and go, listen. Uh, these drugs are all illegal. Uh, none of them are good for you. But I'll tell you, uh, if it was my son, and most of their uh, sons are into stuff, right. uh, I'd rather him be on the weed than on LSD because yes. that's a bad one. Yes. They don't do that. No. Okay. So then people don't listen. It's like when they try to make, uh, well, uh, gambling's illegal. Um, oh, pick up those lotto tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, 50, $50 million this week. Go grab those. Then everyone goes, hey, F you. You know what you're talking about. Oh, I guess gambling's okay. All right. All right, I'm going to be uh, gambling with... Huh? All right, here we go. Hey, it's Loveline. Reading about the author here of the book, um, who's uh, Tristan Terramino. Now, the book is called The uh, Ultimate Guide to Anal Sex for Women. You ever have those moments where you really just stop and think what you're doing for a living? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just one of those. Tristan, you ought to take one of those once in a while, too. You think so? Yeah, you're writing butt books. I may be talking about butt books on the radio, but you're writing them. That's right. You actually sit down at the uh, word processor and uh, crank it out. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not a big fan of the butt love. You're you, not? No. It's usually, uh, now, people are usually surprised to hear that, and I'm always, uh, always uh, never quite sure how to take that. But 
it's one of those things you're either you're either into or not into. I hope to learn something tonight because it is totally alien to me. I don't get it. Really? Some people are into it. it and some aren't, but I don't know who gets into it. I think it's one of those things uh, where you're either born uh, with uh, that proclivity or you're or you're not. But you guys have a prostate gland. You should be into no, it. No, I had my taken out. <laughs> I did in the eighth grade. Oh, really? Yeah. Somebody told me it's going to be nothing but trouble, so I, I had it removed. Okay. They said it could swell up, could get infected. I said, get rid of it. He's been trying to drain it ever since. <laughs> yeah, I've been working on that. I actually, really yes, I've masturbated so many times that my prostate shot through my urethra. It uh, took out a light, and uh, that was it. I yelled little help because it went right through the window into the uh, neighbor's yard. Now, what can I do with my prostate? What can you do? Well, you don't have one, so I'll talk to okay. Dr. Tell, what can we do with Drew's prostate? Um. Because when you say that you're that you're not into it or that you don't that you've never done it, you mean. You being the active partner, right? The two of you, is that what you meant? Yes, I've never mounted Drew. <laughs> no, I, uh, I've i never been on the uh, business her. end of the penis. And uh, I have Or been... anything else. No, oh, or no, anything I've... else. Let's not just... Just answer the question. Yes? No. Well, what was that? Okay. Uh, that was taken from another show he was doing. It was completely out of context. Okay. Um, no, I've never had anything in my butt. I have uh, vigorously scratched my ass before, which I do as sort of a morning ritual. Really? I mean, I really get in there. Have you got all that? I got a lot of stuff going on yeah, down there. Yeah. yeah, my ass is like, it's like ivy. You know, like you clean out once in a while, like a wiffle ball comes out, and yeah, a you have to tennis like, ball, you have to and a rawhide bone. You have, you have to, like, uh, shed. Right. Having those high colonics with Madonna. I, uh, I've never had a colonic. Uh, well, I've had, yes, I've had, what, a, I've had a colonoscopy. You, you have? have? Yeah. How was that? Uh, Wait, the colonoscopy with the camera up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's and the barium enema? No, no barium. No barium. No. Colon. Okay. Colon. I once put a jacuzzi jet in my ass. <laughs> well, you made a habit it's of it. kind of funny that she's laughing. That must have felt good, though. It wasn't Lots bad. Lots of nerve endings down there. No kidding. No and kidding. you ought to see how fast that water comes out. I swear to God, it came out of my ass faster than it went in. How did come dirty. I'll not sit there and endure these insults, Drew. Please. I'm sorry he's embarrassing me this way in front of you. That's, That's very okay. pathetic. Uh, I don't remember, Drew. It was so many years oh, ago. I do know there were other gents who uh, did this. Uh, I simply was an innocent bystander. Ah. Tristan, well, let's wait. get back to your anus for a second. Mine? Yeah. We've, we've completely left both of yours? Well, okay, what should I do? Because I'm not really into it. And I'm, 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 uh, I, I How just, do you know I don't if you approve. haven't tried? You know, there's a lot of things I haven't tried mm -hmm. that I already know that I don't like, such as the penis in the mouth, for instance. Like there's Who, something I don't need to try. Whose mouth? Anybody's in my mouth. Oh, in your mouth. Don't okay. need it. Don't need Not it. Don't it. want it. No. Okay. And I, you know what? I can I can get by without it. It's kind of like one of those foods. You know, when people go uh, sea urchin, they try to get you to eat some raw sea urchin or something like that. And uh, you go, no, not for, uh, I've smelled it before. I've seen it. No, not into it. I don't know. I'm the kind of person who likes to try anything once. Right. So um, you would uh, you would eat something bizarre. You would have a uh, penis yep. in your rear end, and you'd experiment that way. Yes. Okay. Among and, other And do you enjoy that? Which? The penis in the rear end? Yeah. Uh -huh. Among other things. Uh -huh. let's, not just, let's not just say penis. Right. Because well, there's a lot of things that can go in your butt. Okay, now I what, never what leave are, the house without a butt plug. You don't? No. Really? Really. I, in your butt or in your purse? In my purse. Oh. Well, that's a purse plug then. 
you have to put your purse in your ass now. <laughs> It'll be like no, one of those Russian dolls where the wooden ones where they keep getting smaller and smaller. But you never know. You never know what's going to happen. So, uh, so I'm, not, uh, I'm not crasking, but I know I'll never, like, uh, the car will not break down and I'll not have any need. There's no emergency butt, butt plug, is there? Okay, but here's the thing. Yes. You can't just, you need to warm up for anal mm. See, that's too tall an order for me. It's too big a commitment. So we're not even, we don't even have a chance. Um, you could give me oral sex while I watch TV, but I don't think that, you see, here's what I'm saying. I've had a girlfriend for a couple of years now, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, sex is uh, 15, 20 minutes, right? Because we're busy, and we're both busy. We like to watch TV. <laughs> we like to get back. You know, we sort of like to get sex out of the way. Uh, we have a good time, but if it involved anal sex each and every time, right. now that's a commitment. And there's, a commitment. there's cleanup agree. time, too. I agree. It you is a commitment. I mean? You can't just, like, go, boom, you're in. It's like every... It doesn't work that it's way. Like you got to warm up. you got to make... Yeah, you got... It's not a thing to right. do when you, like, have somewhere to be. I couldn't do it every time. It's like, it like, it's like saying, I eat German pancakes every morning for breakfast, and it's like... What's that involved? Well, you got to separate the whites from the yolks, and then you got to take some uh, flour and you got to sift it. And it's like, wait a minute, I got to go to work. Yeah. I can't do this. I'll just uh, eat some eggos. Right, but I get to say it's research and write it off my taxes. Oh, you're not writing your butt plug off, please. <laughs> you serious? Can you write a butt plug off? Yeah. It's well, research. What's a butt plug run? Well, it depends. A good butt plug. You can get a nice silicone butt plug at, you know, good vibrations or grand opening for. Target? No. You can't get one at Target. Not, uh, well, who makes the good butt plugs? Who makes the good butt The silicone butt plugs are the best butt plugs. Well, Can open you your purse. It? Where's your butt plug? My purse is in the other room. Oh, go get it. I'll talk to Drew. Go get it? Yeah, can I see the butt plug? Well, the butt plug's in the car. Okay, I'll talk to Drew. Go ahead. Make a quick run. Come oh, on. Okay. I'm calling you out. I want to see this butt plug. Okay. All right, we'll take a call you do. that's not anal-related so you don't feel um, left out. Okay. And then run out to the car and come back with the butt plug. Okay. 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 All right. Ready? Ready. Go. This is good radio, Drew. David. This might happen around. around All right. David, what's going on? Drew, if it landed in your coffee, would you finish your coffee or get a fresh cup? I, I think that's good. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was wondering how long uh, for AIDS to show up in your body? Six months. Why? What's up? Well, uh, I had sex about five times with five different girls, and uh, I kind of suspect one of them has AIDS. Why? Because uh, she, all right, because she's always, she's constantly barfing, because I think it's like the medication and stuff, and she always has her watch going off. Is it to say barf anymore? Huh? I guess they do again. What part of the country are you calling from? Huh? I'm, I'm calling from Orangeville. Orangeville? Yeah. Is that next to uh, Orangeville, California? Up north, north. Yeah. Christ's sake, I've lived in California my whole life. I don't know half of what's there, going on around here. Near Sacramento? Yeah. All right. See. Okay. Yeah, uh, hey, uh, David? Yeah. Uh, use heave or chuck or something. Don't use bar. I was in college, we called it booting. Right. Booting? Yeah. Hurl. Yeah, that's good. All right, David, you're probably fine, but you should get tested anyway. Well, no, no. What, you haven't told me anything that leads me to believe this woman has HIV. I think there's anyone in Orangeville with HIV? Uh, you, I'm you sure know, there is. Uh, you, know, you know how, like, the, like, they take those pills and it makes them really nauseous? Sometimes. Yeah, well, well, she, she barfs, like, uh, every day, and, she, and her watch always goes off every hour. 
and stuff for like the alarm or something. Yeah, yeah but before. there's nothing you're telling me to lead me to believe this woman has HIV. Well, wait a minute. Her, her watch alarm's going yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. Please. Uh, what's going on with you, David? It's proof that positive. That you're having sex with all these people you don't know. Oh, you're know. not having sex with five different women, David. Please. No, no, no. no. This is like different. Like, a, like a, yeah, I went out with this one girl, had sex with her, then I kept on going like that. You said at the beginning of the show that you had sex five times with five different women. No, yeah, with five different women, but not, not, not at the same time I was dating him. You know, sometimes I wonder how we can speak the same language technically as the listeners. You know what? We do not uh, speak fluent stupid. That's our problem. <laughs> David, you, listen, I'm getting rid of you because I'm labeling you a moron. What the hell is he talking about? He's uh, got to be look, lying. No, well, either that. Of course he is. I believe he is, too. But let, let's just say that he's doing this crazy stuff. And there are, it's not the only 15-year-old. Yes, he's 15. He can hey, barely form a sentence. Let, 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 let me tell you, you got to hey, be able to talk to get laid. Look what's going on right now, pal. It's, it happens. I and, know, but uh, you cannot bang uh, five different... All right, all right, Where the hell's Tristan? People, Where did she park? People are looking, doing crazy stuff out there. And the fact is, David, you have to contain these She's babies. not are putting you, it in, Ann. Are you... What? she putting it in? Or, or the, he, you know, he will put his health in harm's way. Put his life in harm's way. All right, true. His well-being in but harm's listen, way. I don't and he's care hurting other him. people in the meantime. I mean, God knows the women he's acting out with. Okay. You can imagine what that what they're like. He's listen, like, he oh. couldn't get laid at the morgue this uh, David, five different you women. You never know. You just don't know. I swear I will kill myself if wearing, this is true. He should be wearing a condom. I'll kill myself. Do you and hear he me? You get an HIV test within six months. The antibody takes about six months to be detectable. Uh, people don't realize oftentimes they can get an acute illness along the way there. It's sort of like a mono syndrome with sore throat and high fevers, and that's the acute HIV infection. It's just around that time that the antibody will become positive. All right. What's, is Tristan detailing her car? What is going on out there? I know. we got a commercial coming here up. Comes. Oh, here she comes. It's 10 feet from here in the parking lot. I know. You know what? Too much butt love? You can't walk too fast. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> You don't move real good anymore. That's why I don't do it. I'm scared uh, I'll get a little session, and then some guys will jump me in an alley, and I'll be I'll be fried. Hey, Tristan, you can't find the butt plug? Okay. Oh, please, look at you. You're all butt talk and no butt go. It's, I have to explain. I'm sorry, I can't find it. Um, it Not all my luggage is here. It's in the city of L.A. It's just I'm staying at two different places, mm -hmm. and I think, unfortunately, I packed the wrong... It was in a... A Ziploc bag. That's good. Yeah, because when you're going through the airport, you don't need the dog going nuts. Okay, so that was in a Ziploc bag, and then there were a number of other things in Ziploc bags. So I've mm -hmm. gone through all the Ziploc bags. I obviously packed the wrong Ziploc bag when I mm -hmm. came here. So you went through the heroin. You went through the uh, hashish. You, no heroin, no hashish. You went, uh, clean living. Do you have any Benoit balls or anything? Do you have anything I, you could put in your ass? Well, no, see, I... I found a socket wrench, but I really wouldn't like, recommend that, yeah. so I can't be on the air saying a socket wrench. Yeah, plus uh, if the uh, AAA guy gets a whiff of that uh, by the side of the road, he's going to kick your ass. <laughs> All right, yeah, we're going to break. Okay. You don't carry anything in the glove box. Oh, it's a rent-a-car. Just lots of lube. You got I your see. lube, right? Yeah. Your ID lubricant. Oh, right, yeah. I put this stuff in my hair. No, no, no. I did. Not, not tonight, but not I tonight? did when we were on the road. This water-soluble lube. It's good for the hair. Thank you. <laughs> All right, listen, Tristan, we're going to go to break. Okay. I'll give you another shot to go look around the car. Oh, you really? There may be something in there. We have a little more time. Okay. We'll see what you can uh, scrounge up. Uh, look through Drew's car. I get the feeling there may be My something in there, sick. too. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We'll be back. Okay. 
still a virgin. I've had anal sex, but I'm still a virgin. I've not had sex yet. All right. Drew, we're starting the show now. Tristan Termino is here. She is the uh, author of uh, The Ultimate Guide to Anal Sex for Women. That's a nice twist. And uh, there's chapters in here. I'm looking at the anal fisting chapter. Uh, one of the other problems, uh, one problem I'm seeing in this book is uh, it's it's nicely illustrated, but the women are chunky. And I'm thinking, if you're going to go ahead and illustrate something, I mean, I understand it's hard to get the uh, supermodels if you're taking pictures, but if you're just going to draw them, Adam. Well, draw them thin. Save ink. Yes? Well, I, I kind of like that the, that the people in the drawings, like, are... Different Realistic. shapes and sizes. Mm. Now, and not all white and skinny. Well, I mean, I, I like a little bit of variety. Don't need to see a uh, chick with a spare tire around her gut uh, getting nailed from behind. I don't, I don't need to see that. Just draw good-looking ones. As a matter of fact, go ahead and draw celebrities. Can you do that? I think that would be some kind of copyright infringement. You know, mm. you're talking like Kathy Ireland and, say, Jacqueline Smith. Yes, with a strap on. Yeah. Like they'd sell at Target. Yeah. Or is that Kmart? That's Kmart. All right. Oh, here's all these screwy guys. Look at this guy. He's got a tattoo. <laughs> and what is that? That's like a breast. That man a, has a breast. That's a woman. Oh, for Christ's that's sake. That's a woman with a strap on and a nipple piercing. I like to take that illustrator and kick him right in the groin. It's got to be some kind of crazy lesbian who drew that stuff, right? Crazy lesbian. Her name is Fish. Right. She's nuts, right? Right. She's fabulous. Oh, no. She's a real piece of work. You'd love uh -oh. her. About the illustrator. Fish is an illustrator and a cartoonist whose credits include the Zine Brat attack. Zine. Z-I-N-E. What's Zine? Zine, Zine is like a self-made, self-produced magazine. Zine. Oh, like... Get with the Zine Revolution. Adam. Oh, listen, you made that word up uh, three <laughs> days ago, for Christ's sake. How am I supposed to know what up? that means? Do you know what zine means? No. Guy. Drew doesn't know it. It's not a word. I did a whole book on zines. What is it? They're self-made, self-produced, like do-it-yourself magazines. All right. It didn't exist five years ago, though, did it? Ten years ago. Okay. The topping uh, book and the bottoming book. Yeah, those are some, you know, books on SM. Okay. How'd you find her? Fish. Do you guys have sex? Uh, Fish and I, unfortunately, haven't had sex, but I'm open to the possibility. She's just always been in a couple. Let me tell you something about our guest, Tristan, tonight. Um, fairly straight-laced looking. Librarian. Yeah. Like, I've been called an oversexed librarian. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of exciting. See, I like it that way. You like it that way? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't need a bunch of tattoos and uh, nipple clamps and that kind of stuff. I, I like, like when the women uh, look mild but act wild. See what I'm saying? Uh, but I do have tattoos and piercings. You do? Mm-hmm. What'd you have done? I have a tattoo on my arm. I can show you. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looks like a little um, uh, chain link fence or something. And I have a huge scorpion on my leg. Uh -huh. Can I see that? Um, am I allowed to disrobe in, in the... Uh, let me think. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I didn't even take my clothes off for Howard Stern. I'm taking them off for you. Hey, listen. If Drew asks me, I will. Drew's a doctor. He can command you to take your pants off. Drew can get pulled over by a traffic cop and demand that he drop his pants, and he'll have to do it. Okay, what do you... What Drew, would you command her to take her pants off, please? Drew's wife listens to the show, and <laughs> he knows he's going to get a big whooping. You know the beauty of Drew is he gets yelled at anyway. Drew, you're going to get yelled at anyway. Well, you might as well just enjoy. You're gay. What's <laughs> <laughs> going nuts with that? Where's your piercing? Uh, I have my nipple pierced and my navel pierced. Mm -hmm. 
Can we see those too? Come on, you're about Does to. Does he always a... do this? Because you know he doesn't know how easy I am. I'll just do it. But only man, how easy are you? You penned a book on butt love for Christ's sake. What do you think your your hymen's gonna come out of those pants? Do you want to see my? Here's my navel. Yeah, that's cool. I'm more interested in the uh, scorpion and what was the other one? Oh, the nipple ring. All right. Well, I'll take a call. Is this gratuitous? No, it is for me. This is radio. No one else can see this stuff. <laughs> I'll give the book a plug. Only. If Drew asks me, I will take my pants off. Oh, Christ. Drew. This is going to be trouble. Because I have a big crush. Oh, on Drew? Oh, I have so... I, Not I, only I've do I have a crush on Drew, this. but the guy that I'm sleeping with right now also has a crush on you. Uh -huh. this so is... we just, like, fantasize about you together while we're having sex. <laughs> you got, like, a big move. Drew bubble above your bed? Hey, when, uh, when you mount him with a strap on, does he yell, oh, Drew? Sometimes. Really? <laughs> When I was 14, I tried to be straight, or I thought I should be straight, and I was confused. Right, true. You know. <laughs> Way too cathartic tonight for you. Oh, I want a tape recording of him yelling, um, uh, uh, take me, Drew. Well, he's taping the show probably now. Michael, oh, yes. So maybe we could tape the next time we... Uh, now, you oh. said he's the guy you sleep with. He's not somebody you're in love with. He's uh, a lover. He's gay. Right. But there, but I mean, so you accept that you're not connected in any kind of real emotional way. I mean, it, we're connected in an emotional way, but we're kind of we're non-monogamous, so we kind of do our own thing. Hey, let me ask you a question. Can you? Uh, I wouldn't say we we're connected. Are you worried about that? Am for I? You? Am I worried about that? Yeah. No, actually, I've been searching for someone to be in a non-monogamous relationship with, and I haven't been able to make it work. And now I think I found someone to working. make it work with. Yeah. yeah what, what, happens, what happens when you try to do it usually? Well. Especially with women, I feel like girls girls want the white picket fence and romance. And yeah. I, I would like to be involved with someone, a primary person, but also, you know, have a little stuff, you know, on the side. What do you mean? Lesbians want a white picket fence? Oh, yeah. In oh, a big way. Oh, please. You can find some screwed up lesbian. The she most just women, wants to tug I, your hair and right. dominate you. But most women want this. All right. They want to tug your hair and dominate you, and they want... A commitment. All right, hold on, hold on a second. Uh, Mike, shut Drew's mic off for a second. I gotta, I gotta talk to Tristan for one minute. First, why is everyone into Drew? What is this? What the f is going on here? I can't stand this anymore. Okay, Adam. No, just can, shut up. Can I just up. tell you about my own like fetish thing? It's that Drew has that same thing about the librarian. Like he looks so straight laced, but to me, when I look at Drew, I feel like he wants to be tied up. I, I'm, I'm homosexual. <laughs> He, he, yeah. He just wants to be dominated. Yeah. Well, I dominate him. <laughs> That's good enough for him. I don't know. It's just, I can't explain it. He looks so cute and all-American, and he's so, like, together and very clear and but what about me? TV. You're not attracted to me? <sighs> this it's, has happened with the last five guests. I swear to God, he's not that much better looking than I am. He really isn't. It's not he's just, not. It's not just the good looking. It's that you could just... You could spank him for days. Well, you could spank me for ten minutes. See, that's what I... Develop your own gay following, Adam. <laughs> well, listen, I don't want gay guys following me. That's... You understand? <laughs> I'll follow them. Okay. <laughs> gay following. That's all I need is a bunch of gay guys chasing after me. God knows. Uh, God forbid I should trip. <laughs> Get a big penis in my ass. Hey, can you strap on a butt plug in a pinch? Can I... Uh, no, you strap on a dildo. You don't strap I on I know, but I'm saying, let's say uh, the dildo's in some luggage that's heading for Florida. Could you strap on a butt plug? 
Yeah, in a pinch. You can work it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. You can make it work, yeah. <clears throat> Remind me to tell you about all the butt plugs uh, my neighbor dropped off once to my house. Was this in honor of the show? No, no, I was working construction. <laughs> <laughs> this was an you know honor. What? This was an honor. Can someone turn Dr. Drew's mic back on now that we're done no, talking about him? This was uh, in honor of him living beneath our apartment and uh, me having a roommate that uh, went at it with uh, five different women 24-7. And um, the fold-out sofa had one bad leg, so it'd be like... All night, just this one leg. The, you know, the thing didn't sit flat. The one leg sat up like four or five inches, and this guy was uh, uh, humping away uh, like uh, like he was in a, a, a hair band or something, and it was just all, all night. So um, after a few months of this, the neighbor cleaned out one of the other apartments. He was the manager, and he lived underneath us. He cleaned out one of the apartments of someone who, like, left town, and the guy left a whole bunch of dildos and strap-ons and butt plugs, and he put them in a big box, and he brought them over. Howdy, boys. He's this real straight-laced guy. Worked for Lockheed. Wore a windbreaker, and it had a beer with a little cooler around it. And he Joe said, Sixpack. Joe Sixpack. His name was Al. But, you know, 55-year-old Italian guy. I thought you boys might be interested in this uh, stuff that's left behind, some butt plugs and strap-ons and whatnot and the like. But here you go. Okay. So, yeah, like he was dropping off, you know, lemons that he picked from the tree. And the thing that was funny is people would come, we left it, you know, in the living room for a month, and people would walk in, and they'd immediately, like, grab onto one of them and start waving around. And then I'd say, uh, they'd go, hey, what is this? It looks like a big uh, beige ace uh, spades or something. It looks like a looks like a spade. Yeah, it does. And uh, we go, that's a butt plug. And they'd go, oh, man, could you imagine somebody stuffing this in there? And then they'd drop it and run. Cause, uh, you know what this sounds like? This sounds like a really great episode of King of the Hill. Yeah, this is good. I'll write this down. Okay, write that down. All right. Uh, we have to go to break. We do got to go to break. Yeah. Oh. I, I promise we'll get to some calls when we come back. And um, You can't find the butt plug? No, what are you so obsessed with now? Okay. Well, it's just, you know, just uh, you brought it up. That's all. Okay. We'll be back. Great. Hey, it's Loveline, Adam Carolla, Ace Rockola, that's my new name, and uh, Dr. Drew, butt plug loving Dr. Drew. Tristan Termino's here, she's the uh, author of The Ultimate Guide to uh, Anal Sex for uh, Chicks, Anal Sex, oh, for Women, and we will be back in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. 98 KUPD, Tempe, Phoenix. All right, phone number for Loveline. What? Plug up. Okay. <laughs> no, Phi Beta Kappa. Phi Beta Kappa. Yeah. I'm sorry. It, could you have that changed to Phi Beta Butta Plugger? I think I probably could. This yeah. place is pretty liberal. I think that would uh, work. She uh, she lectures at a lot of these uh, schools and does workshops. How's the workshop go when it comes to the butt love? Well, it depends. I do I do a number of workshops. I do workshops for men and women, and then I do workshops for women only. Um, there aren't any live sex acts at the workshops. No, no count me out. Um, but, however, the next workshop I'm going to be doing is going to be on the Nitro Cruise. Do you guys know about that? Uh, Adam, no, you'd I, be uh, loving this. I think it's uh, a code name, the Sleep on Your Back Cruise. 
Right, with 40 fabulous adult film stars. Oh, really? 30 drop-dead gorgeous hostesses. Holy Christ, let me see this. They're going to the Bahamas. For Christ's sake, they how come I don't hear about this stuff? Adam, I'm going. You should go. I'm going to teach anal sex workshops. And it's going to be in the water, and there's going to be gambling. Well, can you and imagine girls? what the pool is like in that uh, that place? Really, there might be like naked a staff infection. Uh, the pool guy probably gets a staff infection just for uh, cleaning no, the they filter. They stock up on the chlorine. Oh, they for do. Christ's sake! Where so, does this go? Okay, it's from Florida, and it goes to the Bahamas. Uh-huh. It's for four days. It's sponsored by Nitro Productions, which is one of the big porn or adult film industry. Forty famous adult actresses. Yeah. Who dropped it? Nina Hartley, Animal, the Biggies, Sharon uh, Mitchell. All right, yeah. Nina Hart really is uh, was big in 1977. Hey, she's got the best butt in the business. Yeah. You would pick her out of bed, Adam? Uh, um, I'd probably have to have sex with her just for namesake. Okay, there we go. It'd be like uh, Drew having sex with uh, Madame Curie or something. He'd he'd have to do it just to say, you know, out of... To say you did it. Well, she's a a comrade. She's a legend. Right. Uh, What else goes on on this boat? There's uh, gambling. Oh, Geechee guys performing. (laughs) There's entertainment. Get some stand-up. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. How much does it cost? It's uh, it ranges. You know, have you seen Titanic? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can be on the top. Yeah. Or you'd be like down locked below if it sinks. Yeah. And so there's a range, but they have a website and it's www.nitrocruise.com. Yeah. You can find out more about it. Hmm. Drew, you can take the kids. Mm-hmm. No, no, great no. Time. No kids. No kids? But Drew, you could come. Just tell uh, Is there any gay guys on this boat? No, it's going to be men, straight men. Oh boy. Big fat rich hairy guys walking around with boners. And you're a hostess? I am not a hostess. Well, I'm, I'm an entertainer. All right, well... I what? mean, that's what they're sort of formally calling me. I'm going to do seminars and workshops on, on anal sex. Uh-huh. While and what are, what is the 30 drop-dead gorgeous hostesses? Well... Those are prostitutes, right? Adam, Come on. it's in this the water. This is a floating ranch. <laughs> it's in the water where there are no rules governing behavior. All right. I'm going to leave it to your imagination. Oh, my God. This is a, a big brothel set adrift. Oh, can you imagine the debauchery going on on this ship, Drew? Food will probably be better than that, that crampy uh, carnival, which I just uh, took. Uh, yeah, I heard actually ago. Kathy Lee Gifford won't be no. on, on this boat. She won't Frank, maybe, though. No, I'm sure he'll be there. Oh, my God. All right, got to look into this. You know, I just yeah. got my I just got my uh, gent big boob uh, cruise <laughs> issue. Right, right, the big boob cruise. This is kind of along the same lines. Yeah. As a, as Do you know that. any folks over at the big boob cruise? Because that's something I could get involved in. Why can't you get involved in this? Well, because I, I like the big boobs. Okay, there's going to be obviously some oh, okay. well-endowed when are they? Dress. When do they ship out? It's May 15th. Oh, okay. All right, I think I can make that. Drew, you want to come with me? I'll do, I'll do Drew a remote. Has, Drew has, oh, but Drew could play Doc. Your leg and your nipple ring? Do you think that's gratuitous? I want some advice from Drew. No. Drew thinks it's fine. No, please, go ahead. Oh, we start with the nipple ring. That's what I like. Wow. Hey, I didn't need to see both of them, but great. Hey, could you show Engineer Mike? He gets pissed off if he doesn't get to see the brass. You see, Mike? That's beautiful. Okay. That's nice. What do you see? B. B? But Howard Stern also guessed that I was a C. It's a healthy B. Thank you. Yeah, you may be C. If two guys guess you're C, you're C. That's it. Is that the rule? Yeah. I'll give you a C cup. Oh, thanks. Mike uh, throws, uh, casts his vote for the C cup, too. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Can we see the tattoo, please? 
Yeah, why don't we take a caller? Okay, well, you can show us that, too, and we'll talk to the caller. Okay. Sherry, you're 17. Hi. Um, before I ask my question, I want... Wow. Wow. This is the biggest tattoo I've ever seen in my life. Drew, have you ever seen a bigger tattoo? Must have hurt. Wow. This is huge scorpion on her leg. That's good looking. So, uh, show Thanks. Sherry uh, over there. Uh, she she wants to take a look, too. Oh, wow. Mike, can you so see that? Beautiful. I mean, it's, it's tremendous. Not you, Sherry. Sherry, the phone screener. Oh. Okay. That's wonderful. All right. Drew, show her the snake on your penis. <laughs> Come on. All right. So, you want to compliment her on Zine? Uh, I just wanted to tell her her book was really cool. and I. Have what a was it about? What was it like? Um, it's basically reprints from a lot of zines done by girls in the last couple of years. Which is really good. Well, what'd she do? She just reprinted them. I guess she uh, was the editor. The editor, yeah. Oh, please, that's not like writing it. <laughs> no, but I did my own zine too. Oh, okay. Pucker called Pucker Up. Oh, you know it, Sherry? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Sherry. Thank you. Oh boy, you're getting to therapy right now, Sherry. Yeah, hey. I might need it. You're Seventeen years old. What's up with you, Sherry? Okay, well, I have a question about codependency. Mm. Like, um, what exactly classifies codependency, and how well, might one who has sort of patterns like that um, to get out of them? All right. Uh, it's a term that's tossed around a lot. It probably encompasses a lot of multiple different psychological situations. Mm -hmm. uh, it tends to be um, people who have relatively low self-esteem, Mm -hmm. who need to focus on other people and their problems as a way of making them feel better about themselves. Okay. That's a, yeah, but that's what's up a, with you, Sherry? You're reading all these but, uh, lesbian yeah. magazines but, but, and, and all that at 17? It's usually associated with a family history of alcoholism, dealing with that disease or addiction. Mm -hmm. right, uh, something's is, going on. What's going on with you, Sherry? Well, I don't know. I've only had two relationships in my life, but um, my first one, my first boyfriend when I was 15... We went out for about a year and a half, and he was really a really severe heroin addict, and it probably would be going on until now, but he OD'd um, a while ago, and then shortly after that, I became physically involved with my best friend, who's a girl. Uh, yeah, what'd your dad do to you? <laughs> uh, he did nothing. something. Please. Nothing. He I did know. something. No. Was he an alcoholic? No, I don't think so. Was mom an alcoholic? No. Where is he? Uh, he's in the next room. Really? Yeah. Did What's anybody, going did on with this? Did anybody get to you when you were younger? Uh, not that I know of. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, I guess not. Little something? No. One of the neighbors? No, should I make something up? No, don't make, up. don't make up. Okay, tell us about the girlfriend. Um, Dependency, okay? This is this is a, what we call a character disturbance. Oh, yeah, but okay. you don't... Your mom and dad are together? Yeah. And you like them? Yeah, pretty much. Your mom doesn't do anything strange to you? Okay, another question. What about, um, are either of your parents, have they had any, like, depression? Is there mental illness that runs in your family? Mm, not that I know of, Perfect no. question. Where's your dad work? Uh, he's a computer engineer. Uh, Mom? Uh, she's a graphic designer. Are they involved in your life? Uh, mm, are you an only uh, child? No, I have a younger brother. How's he? He's? A younger brother. He's he's pretty normal, I guess. Well, I mean, something something's happened here that that made it difficult for you to uh, sort of establish a complete sense of yourself and thereby uh, have a sense of yourself in relationships. So, uh, what it is, it, it may be something very subtle. It may be something that happened very early in your development. Maybe 
sort of being chronically exposed to the quality of parenting that your parents provided you. Wow. But um, we, we usually jump to overt abuse because that's a more common way that this sort of thing uh, develops. Well, but, she displays all the signs of yeah. someone who's been uh, rattled a well, little bit. Yeah, but you can, parenting can be abusive without being overtly abusive. I, I had another thought, too, with this suicidal girlfriend, that you take care of them. I mean, you're taking on this caretaker role? I'll answer for her, yes. Hey, uh, Tristan? What? Remember the part about me saying you can't talk to her, oh, but she can gone? hear you? She can hear you? Oh. It's, uh, but, but it, you hung up on her. But it's no, more, it's, I put her on hold. But it's more about chaos and... Difficulty establishing state boundaries and stability in right. relationships, and it's but also getting involved with people who need to like be, be rescued. Fixed. Yeah, right. be fixed. So let's take a butt call, please. I, mean, I, I, I was. Let's prioritize uh, here, folks. Yeah. Okay. There's people whose butts haven't been filled with something, and uh, I think they deserve some attention. Robert. Hi, Dr. Drew, uh, Ace Rockola, Tristan. Thank you. You're 23. Um, I have a quick question. My ex-girlfriend, uh, about a month into the relationship had wanted to have anal sex with me, and um, I didn't feel comfortable with it. And, you know, a few weeks later, the relationship kind of ended after that. And now I'm just thinking about it. I just kind of want to know what motivated her or what kind of... She wanted to put something in you? Yeah, yeah. Like what? A strap-on. Mm-hmm. Does that include the strap, by the way? Does that have to go in your ass as well, or is it just uh, the I thing that's strapped to the strap? Just no. The dildo. Just the dildo. Mm. Come okay. on. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. You could all do right. that. Yeah. That, yeah you that. were thinking of the strap, and it was throwing you off. Yeah. It's like now a, that you know exactly. Right. I don't need. Uh, I don't need uh, three yards of uh, nylon cord in my ass, but I, I didn't know. It was just. It's it just the uh, big black thing that's on the on the other end the of dildo. it. Just the dildo. Oh. Okay. That's different. I feel like an idiot. So now. what makes a woman want to do that? What makes women want to do that? Well, I don't think, I don't necessarily think it could end a relationship. Um, but I think that, um, the feeling of, of being able to penetrate someone else. Now you guys are like, men are, are, you know, brought up to be the penetrator and women are brought up to be the penetrated. So to be able to penetrate someone else is pretty, uh, pretty sexy, pretty hot. Mm hmm. So it's I mean, more of a, a power struggle in the relationship, you mean? I would like to say a power dynamic, not a power struggle, hopefully, if it was done with communication well, and uh, love. So I've said this many times. When you are in somebody's ass, there is uh, no guesswork. It's with just, your uh, quite down the. Uh, what is the answer to every question when somebody is in your ass, Drew? What is the answer to each and every question you Stop. ask? You're gay. No. <laughs> yes? Asshole. Yes. That is it. Yes. I, you, you know what I mean? You could no, because the person who should be in control is the person being penetrated. Uh, They're so guiding the ship. So what do you? Th what do you? Do you have any theories about power? Well, the ship. Can... If the if the ship being wedged in their ass is guiding the ship, yeah. But I'd rather be the uh, ship rather than uh, than the guide in that case. Okay. No, they're not in control. They have something in their ass. Oh, okay. Whoever is in the other person's ass is in control. Not only if you make it that way. What are you going to do about it? Well, I mean, because if you're guiding how it's going, the pace, um, the depth, let, all of let that. Me if you're, uh, when okay. You, when you go to prison and uh, some guy rapes you in a shower, are you saying the guy who's getting sodomized is in control? That's rape. That's rape. That's We're talking why he about gets anal it. penetration. Yeah, but listen, somebody's in charge and it's the guys in behind. 
Okay, I acknowledge that when you are penetrated by something, you have to give over a certain level of trust. Oh, you're yes. giving your body over to this person and right. saying, I trust you to take care of me, and I trust you to give me pleasure, and I trust you not to hurt me. Right. right? Sure. Um, and But the person on the other end doesn't necessarily have to be on a quote-unquote power trip. Well, let's just call it the losing end for the sake of clarity. No. Here now. Yes. No. Yes, there are winners and losers in the bedroom, ladies and gentlemen. And that is the losing end. Do you think power issues are, have a lot to do with why people seek this stuff, this kind of behavior? Which kind of behavior? The anal, these sorts of anal. Um, well, I am of the mind that all sexual encounters, there are power dynamics in all sexual encounters. But is, do you think so, it's more of an issue here? The people that have issues about that I power? think it can be heightened. I think certainly it can be an incredibly um, erotic experience to sort of surrender to someone. And, and also because there are taboos and myths about anal sex. I mean, I was just, when I was at this book signing earlier, someone was saying, you know, do you, do you think that you could get off just on the sort of naughtiness of it all? And I think people do do that. Oh, yes. Uh, in addition to the actual physical pleasure and sensation. I mean, you can also get off on the fact that it's taboo and well, um, um, who and who's more sensitive down there, men or women, you think? Well, I'm of the men have a prostate gland, right? And women don't, although I'm convinced I do. <laughs> yeah. OK. Well, you know what? Now, I'm if, not going to argue with if you. If Drew examined me, he wouldn't necessarily find one. But I think I have a prostate gland. Um, now. You have incredibly, like, it's incredibly rich in nerve endings, your mm -hmm. anus and your rectum. I mean, it's an amazing erogenous zone that's, like, completely yeah. overlooked. So sensitive. It's uh, quite, a, quite, a, uh, quite a sense of humor God has. It's kind of like when they go, oh, all the vitamins are in the peel of the orange. You go, uh, yeah, but I still ain't eating it, you moron. Well, that's the way I feel with the butt. Really? Yeah. And then the other thing is that for some women, at, if at certain in certain positions, your G spot can be stimulated. Where is that G spot? I'm gonna write this down. Yeah, you need to write this down. Yeah. Okay. It's all in the woman. Yeah, it's in the woman. You didn't leave it in your uh, Ziploc bag, and it's not uh, no, at the airport. No, I've got it right with me. It's oh, right really? here. Well, yeah. that's nice. So the G spot. Uh, you want to talk about the G spot? Well, just show us where it is, and and or tell us where it is. It's it's about four and a half inches above that uh, scorpion, I think. It's exactly. Not, if you. What? Inside with a finger uh -huh. and push the finger towards the navel. Uh huh. That's where the. I think it's basically the, the, the nervous material that's supplying the clitoris just from a different angle. Right. That's very Bingo. good. Deal. Not quite that. Because that's the thing is that some people's interpretation is that the clit is like that, just that little button, and mm -hmm. it doesn't go any farther. But of course, it's there's another side of the clit. Yeah. It's completely. You know, all those nerves, and it's all right. there. It's like saying there's no sewer connected to that manhole cover. No, I, I agree that it's like the other side of the, mm -hmm. of the clitoris. Right. It's going to be the name of my uh, tell-all uh, autobiography. The other side of the clitoris? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Make sure you ca copyright that after Yeah, write that down. Uh, so uh, let, let's just talk about the butt again for just one second since <laughs> oh, you are yep. you are the uh, expert. Uh, is your mom around? My mom. She's pissed off. She's not pissed she off. She is. She's proud of me. She's listening right now in Long Island. Oh, that believe is me. She's, she's lying her ass off to her friends about what you do. No, she's not lying her ass off. How she went Tristan? into a suburban bookstore and she said, excuse me, I'm looking for a book. This is like at Barnes & Noble. It's called The Ultimate Guide to Anal Sex for Women. If you don't have it, could you order it for me? Is that activism or what? Is that support or but what? But she wasn't going to admit it was her daughter. Yes, she, yes, she was. She tells sure. everyone. What's your mom's nationality? My mother is uh, like English and Irish. Okay, 
You know? We have different last names, though. I have a okay. father's last name. She's not Jewish. No. Jewish mother kill you, then kill herself. Believe me. Take that uh, butt plug of yours and uh, swallow it. Commit. Commit Harry Carey with the butt plug. My mom is really supportive of me. Commit Harry Carey with the strap on. She's fabulous. Really? Yeah. Dad's an interesting guy, though. Yeah, what now, Dad, we were talking about her dad uh, a little bit uh, during the break, and it's uh, it's a bit of a tragic situation. Are you comfortable talking with that? Sure. All right. Because um, after, you know, Howard Stern, when I told him that my father had died, he said I killed him. Well, that's nice. <laughs> so we just passed over that. Um, so my dad, my mom and dad um, were married for a while, and then my dad came out as gay when I was about one and a half, and they got divorced. And I was raised by my mom, but had um, a lot of contact with my dad. We were very close. He was like my best friend in the whole world. And I used to spend summers with him in Provincetown, which, which for the listeners that don't know, is kind of this gay Mecca resort. When I was 15, my first job was at a leather store in Provincetown, and all my friends were drag queens. <laughs> so I think yeah, this definitely had some, Keep going. some impact on my own sexual identity. Uh, hold on, let me hear um, again. Yeah. Oh, of course. And my dad... You'd be selling Amway if uh, if you came from uh, Drew's family. And my dad, um, it will be three years this summer that my dad died of AIDS. And uh, now, did, does your... Now, what about your mom's uh, sexual proclivity? Did she bounce around a little bit? No, as far as I know, my mother is straight. Why do you think your mom picked your dad? Well, oh, I'm not... I mean, I think they were in love, definitely. They had a lot in common. They both. My my mom was my dad's professor in college. Mm. Your mom was your dad's professor. Right, older. Oh, oh. Maybe your dad just uh, fake being gay to get out of the relationship because you know after a few years of marriage, when there's that older thing this going. Is an on. undergraduate thing. Yeah. Oh boy. Mm. Yeah. Mm, Drew's so, got Drew's mind's uh, why did my, spinning like uh, why did my like mom pick my dad? Stopwatch. I mean, my dad was you know. Charming, snazzy dresser, smart, feminist, into like the arts. Well, I don't. Uh, you know the perfect fag. Your, mo- your mom's fag boyfriend, and I've got one now too. Your mom should have <laughs> known uh, the snazzy dressing thing. Should have been a tip off. Yeah, it really should have. The fashion. <laughs> I was just thinking of me. Look at me. How ungay am I? Oh, look at the socks. I got white socks. I'm wearing a pair of loafers. I got uh, well, loafers that got came the, out of a bin somewhere. I got, I got wood glue on my pants. I think Joe that's six wood pack, glue. Like baseball hat. Yes. Totally. Oh, I am so straight. You're oh, gay. Thank God I'm not gay. Wake up every morning thanking that. Do you think you're compensating a little bit? Yeah, maybe. Oh, you may be right, Drew. All right, hold still. Let me think about Drew that. Drew could look a little gay because he's such a snazzy dresser. Yeah, he it's looks another, like he walked right out of the pages like of a J. Crew catalog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I'm so done with these guests. You're you're really the fifth female guest in a row, and we've had them all. I mean, we've had celebrities, uh, we've had prostitutes, uh, we've uh, have anal sex ex- experts. They're all into Drew, no matter what shape, size, or walk of life, whatever their sexual proclivity is. They're into Drew. I'm I'm so tired of this drill. It's also I think I want hey, you listen, replaced with a fat doctor. Listen, it's also the unattainable. Yeah, he's married. That, well, that's I, a big part. Yeah, you can get yourself married and you'll be fine. You'll be just like me. It's true. I don't have to marry your wife, do I? No. Hey. Okay. Also, okay, that I'm in. Married people, hmm. well, people who are in committed relationships are ultimately more attractive, I think. Because that's what people want. Right, and they also yeah. have this confidence and this sort of surety, like I'm not on the main right, kind of right, thing. So right. that especially is when you're a little. 
Well, don't 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 take this the wrong way, but when you're a little close to the edge, you know, sort of uh, me close to the edge. Well, you know, you, you're a little racy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You like a challenge. For Christ's sake, you got a gay uh, boyfriend who's uh, putting a strap on on and uh, sneaking up behind you. I mean, so you, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Listen, we're going to go to break. I swear we'll take some calls tonight. But also, Tristan, I want to know. Uh, how I, I want some details on how how this works because uh, there's a lot of women that are interested in experimenting with this. They're a little bit frightened. They're scared they're going to get hurt. They're scared there's going to be pain involved. Right. right. Uh, there's the go uh, the uh, heartbreak of um, anal penetration, and you're going to make that easier, right? Yes. Okay. We'll be um, sliding right in after this. Hey, what the f*** is up? This is Mark from f***ing Blink-182, and you're listening to f***ing Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. f***ing Drew. Yes, you have it is. Phone number for the Evan Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455. Tristan Termino is here. She's the author of The Ultimate Guide to Anal Sex for Women. Yeah, I'll tell you, wouldn't uh, the Pope could come on the show. Uh, Jesus could come back and be a guest on the show. I'd be taking more phone calls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have more interest in the more, anus. Ever, something you're not interested in, you're so interested in. More, I, more I'm than more God interested in the, in the fact that I'm not, because I'm not interested in it. It is not a sexual orifice uh, to me. position, I must admit. Uh, yeah, there, uh, if there was another hole uh-huh. that the Duke came out of, I would be into the butt. I would consider that an, a sexual invitation. But because the poo comes out of the same place, uh, that's enough. You're not going to go there. Now I'm stymied. Officially stymied by that. I take that as a sign, by the way. True. And, and hold on. Let me say this. It's not just uh, the anus. Anything poop comes out of, not putting the penis in, doesn't matter. I don't care if it comes out of a goddamn soft swirl machine at the 7-Eleven. I will not put my penis in a place that the poo comes out of. And okay. not for cleanliness, necessarily, but just because it's a god. It's a, no, this is God saying, hey, uh, steer clear. Do you see? This is the Almighty saying, uh, oh, oh, here's where you don't put your penis. Didn't the Almighty the poo comes say out. a lot of crap, though, that we don't listen to anymore? I don't listen to about 90% of it, but I did listen to the part about not putting your penis where the poop comes out of. And is that in the New Testament? It's in the medium one. You hear about the old one and the new one, but you never hear about the intermediate one, Drew. That's where that is. I got that at home. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's take a call, and then uh, we're going to talk about the process. Okay. I'd like to be walked through it. Okay. All right. Danielle. Yeah? You're 17. Yeah. What's going on there? Okay. Um. Actually, what happened was... Um, I have had a lot of guys come on to me, right? Well, I, I was going with my morals, how, you know, stay virgin until after you get married. Well, that sucks. Anyways, I um, finally gave out with my boyfriend, and it so happened that he, I don't know how, but he taped it while we were having sex. So I, that really pissed me off. I don't know how he did it. I don't know where he put the camera, but he did. So um, this happened about a month ago. So about a couple of days ago, one of those friends came up to me and said, harder, harder. And I was like, what the you know, what the hell are you talking about? And he's like, nothing, nothing. I said, what did my boyfriend tell you? And he said, nothing. He goes, oh. so I was like, oh, my God. So I was like, He showed okay. him the videotape. Yeah. Right. So, oh, and why do guys, how old is he? How old is he? He's 18. Was he a virgin? Um, no. No, well, but listen. What was your opening comment about what it sucks to stay a virgin? What did you say? What sucks is that I had, you know, I know people have morals, right? Well, my morals, I guess, suck. 
They, no, they're fine. You're 17. You lost your virginity. That's your morals, are the, your 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 standards of behavior are there to protect well, you from. Um, wait, 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 Danielle, Danielle, listen. I just turned 17. About. Okay. But your stand, the standards of behaviors are there to help protect you from harm. Mm. That's why people have. That's why your parents teach you stuff. Yeah. Okay, so you won't hurt, get hurt. That you won't yeah. feel physically ill. That you won't get emotionally hurt. Well, we both got psyched out for AIDS. So. Yeah, but guess what? You're yeah. you're calling us about having been hurt. Yeah. Because you didn't listen to those standards. Mm-hmm. Well, and the guy hit the camera. They don't suck. They don't yeah. suck. They're quite good. And if you listen to them a little more more clearly, maybe you would be in this position right now. See, first he lied about it because his friend told me about it. So first he <sighs> lied about I'd it. I'd kill that guy but if you, I were him. I would kill him. You need to take some responsibility for, for what you've done. You know, you've oh, done wait a minute. Hold on a second. Wait, so for what are you talking I'm about? Get, because she, I had sex, that means that no, my fault that he had a camera. No, I think you made a, just made a bad choice, and you're no. not you're not listening I mean, to I your. Trust him, you but know? you're not listening. That's to the you. bad choice part. Somehow, I get the sense that you're not listening to your instincts. Yeah. And you're willing to reject a lot of things you've known to be true for some reason. Something happened recently that gets you pissed off at uh, authority. Mm. Well, um. See, then I went to his house where, and I found out. I mean, I I went to. All right. <laughs> I I can't talk. Uh, I I cannot figure out the uh, listening skills of our. Well, I can. Uh, you know, I don't even want to call our listeners listeners. They're just talkers. <laughs> Other callers. shows have listeners. We have callers. Callers. We have yappers. And I guess they assume you're talking to the guest, although. Or I don't know who they assume you're talking to. I can well, figure it out. Whenever I speak, the the. Yeah, so listening. Charlie Brown's teacher. Right. Womp, 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 low overall. Womp, 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 serotonin reuptake inhibitor. Womp, 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 Okay. Hold on. Danielle? Yeah? All right. Be quiet for a second. Listen to Dr. Drew. Okay. Go ahead. There's something going on with her. I got something in her voice, too. Real combative, real angry. And you're angry. You're rejecting things that you've known to be true for a long time that have served you well. And would have served you well had you listened to them, and you made some bad choices as a result. So Your boyfriend's wanna... a jerk. You got to get the tape back. Uh, I would dump him immediately. No, I got the tape back. I got the tape. Uh, back. Okay, good. Good. then I, it's a th- fifth generation. I would dump so him. What do I do about it now, though? Well, you got the tape. You learned the lesson. You dump him. And you get on with your Figure life. Figure out what you're so angry with that you would act that out in such a way as to put yourself in harm's way. So hold on. Right. Listen, let me explain this call. She's 17. She lost her virginity. That's fine. She was victimized by her boyfriend. Did she open up with? True. I don't know what you're talking about, but she does. She is. She. I, I agree. She screwed up. I can tell by her voice. Right. But she opened up with all that. All those things I was taught. They suck. Right. What? Like she said. Well, you know, I wanted to maintain my morals. I wanted to be a virgin, but you know, but my suck. morals suck. Yeah, like, being really... a virgin sucks. So, so here's yeah. Which didn't sound convincing at all. I didn't all. know. Exactly. See, I thought exactly. she meant it as though she was mad at herself for not being able to stick no, with her mom. That's not how I read it. Danielle? Yeah. How did you mean it? Well, actually, you guys are right because, you know, I was actually mad at myself for giving up. See? No, same. that's me, you jackass. No, I'm that's not. Drew no, that's and what I, I that's what I'm saying. That, see, then what, she wanted know? to stick by her morals. I and, did. And that's just your defense. Right. You were mad at yourself for not sticking by your morals. And then I got pissed off at him. All right, but you two, uh, Nimrods, you two uh, college, you uh, five by the plug is over here, just said uh, ten seconds ago 
that she called in, uh, screw these morals, uh, screw this. And that uh, was defensive. Not worth it wasn't right. convincing. That there was, was defensive. That, that was a something the was there. The subtext of that was. I'm upset with myself for having let these right. things go. I rejected them because I was pissed off at mom for leaving dad or whatever just had happened to her right. that caused her to be vulnerable to this sort of coercion. What happened to your, your family recently? Well, um, let me think. Um, my my parents been divorced for a long time. So okay. Well, that may that may be the. Don't give me that. See, I told you, you could have said uh, I had a ragu and pasta, and I drew one. Let's see. There you go. Okay. Well, case closed. All right. Listen, I'm right. I don't uh, remember what the argument is anymore, but okay, I know I'm right. Adam, you're right. Next. You know we're please, right. I don't need the, point. the point's been made. The point's been For made. anybody that had been listening. Oh, please. Oh, Come on. You, you bozos know I'm right. I'm pointing at people in the, <laughs> in the uh, booth there. All right, let's talk about the butt. Okay. Because we haven't Because I'm going to yell really at both of you during the there. break, too, okay. by the way. Okay. Okay. Let's, uh, yeah. So wh- walk me through the procedure. Let's say okay. we're going to have anal sex okay. later on. Okay. I think one of the most important things is that people talk about it. Oh, well, let, let you and I. Let's you go. and I. Okay. Hey, I'm going to nail you in the ass later. Is that all right? Well, I think we should talk about it first. Well, there you go. I said my piece. You're one of those really communicative guys. Yeah. Uh, out of the way, you're blocking the set. Okay. All right. Um, All right, so what should I do people now? People need to work up to it. I mean, I think... All right, well, let's just say we're there. No, 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 no. Let's not just say we're there, because that's one of the problems. That's one of the things that leads to women experiencing pain, or women saying, we tried it and it didn't work. Because you know what? The rectum is not self-lubricating. You need lube. Lots, lots, Another lots, Another reason why God doesn't like you to do okay, this. Okay, listen. Let's just get off the God thing. Okay. Okay? Okay. It's not self-lubricating. You need lube. So, in other words, you can't try that trick where you get her a little warmed up, you get a little spit, and you just go in there. Okay? Mm -hmm. That works with the other orifice sometimes, but does not work with your butt, not even remotely. Mm -hmm. You've got to warm up. You've got to warm up. And I'm talking about just, you know, one finger into the first knuckle and just stay there for a while. There's got to be warm up. Warm up with fingers, warm up with toys, warm up with little butt plugs. Well, well what what kind of toys? I mean, don't you got to warm up for the toys? You could warm, but some of these butt plugs that they sell are really small. You could warm up with a butt plug. For Do they have a tether on them, like a leash? No, it's like a... Like a um, surfboard? No, there's like a flared base. The thing about putting stuff in your butt is that you always want to have a flared base. A butt plug has a flared base, so the base is you bigger. you see why? Yeah. Because it goes, and it, uh, that's it. You never see it again. Right, and Drew will tell you about that. So, uh, you don't want to go to the emergency room, so you got to have a flared base. Right. I think the whole key is patience, patience, you got to work trust. out one of those flared bases, like work like an ashtray or something into that, too, you know, where your partner <laughs> to where, where are you going? Where are you going? I'm just that? thinking, as long as you're going to flare it, you might as well, uh, might as well put a cigarette out in it. All right, but go ahead. Okay. So you're working your way up. Right. You're getting your per- partner turned on and aroused. Right. And you're going slow. Slow, 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 slow. Right, okay? Right. None of this just stick it in stuff, Adam. Mm-hmm. Okay. we got to go slow. Well, again, this is another one of my arguments. And I want you to talk to me when you're doing it. Uh, putting my pinky in your ass. Right. How does that feel? Is that, that good? Right, you want let me more? Try that. You want less? Um, up to the first knuckle. You feel that? Uh-huh. All right now I'm at the second knuckle. Okay, stay there. Okay. Hey, I'm hungry. <laughs> Go get something to eat. 
Hey, uh, could I put like this, uh, can I take my pinky out and put this uh, butt plug in there so I can uh, go to the fridge? Yeah. Okay. I'll be back in a minute. Okay. You want anything? Uh, can I have a root beer? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not if it's the last one. Why not? You know I like to drink root beer after butt love. But I'm letting you do my butt. Get me some root beer. <sighs> Man, the things I do for you. I know. While you're in the up going in the kitchen. Okay, okay? you diddle yourself. Okay. I'll uh, watch a little ESPN. Okay. And we'll be back. Sometimes the message will be upside down. Use the rotate button to solve the problem. NRK. Hi, this is Bobcat Goldthwait, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Corolla and Dr. Drew. Tonight, going out. Are you listening to us? Hey, uh, Engineer Mike, are you listening to our conversation? How weird is that? That is so weird. We're just sitting in this room with uh, Tristan Terramino, the author of uh, The Ultimate uh, Guide for Anal Sex, uh, to Anal Sex for uh, Women. And we're just having, we're talking about Bobcat for about the last uh, three minutes. Yeah. Um, no, the people in the chat room on AOL were talking about Bobcat, so I played that. For Tristan wanted to, <laughs> Tristan said, uh, hey, uh, everyone get a load of this. Hey, uh, oh, just shush up. <laughs> Don't make me shut your mic over there. Put that butt plug in your mouth. Uh, she said, hey, how about I come on the uh, the TV show? Like uh, like Drew and I had some some poll over at MTV, and uh, we spent about four minutes explaining to Tristan that uh, we have no idea how that works over at MTV and uh, who you talk to over there. And, uh, and in fact, when you recommend guests, those are the guests not chosen. <laughs> I'd right. say probably there right. is a real trend that way. There's a trend that way. Well, but let's be fair to MTV. We just host the radio version of the show. So what do we know? Yeah. How does that work, Drew? We've only been with them for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't really be trusted. And plus, they may be right because you know what our plan may be, Drew? We may have, like, the world's most effed up guests. Uh, on the radio, and then we may recommend that they put them on the TV Just show, sabotage it. so we can sabotage ah, it, so we I can see. go out there and make a holes of ourselves <laughs> yeah. sabotage yeah. with them. Careers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny, wouldn't it? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Man, are they on to us? <laughs> on yeah. To Meanwhile, uh, we got the guy who cleans the septic tank from Road Rules last season on. God bless the geniuses. Please. Oh, okay, well, maybe I, I could start a campaign. God. People could start writing letters. Uh, we want Tristan oh, on Loveline. I swear. Listen, okay. let me just say something real fast to the MTV people. Can I have my root beer now? But just shut up. Let me say this. I'm pissed now. If we tell you we want a guest, we want the guest. Don't argue with us, you a-holes. Please. Oh, what the hell is wrong with everybody? Jesus Christ, we got me and Drew saying, hey, I have this guy's a real good guest. Uh, no. What the hell are you thinking? People must go to, like, a-hole school. They must have some sort of a-hole class going on but in order to do can that. Can you call them something else? Because I don't like using oh, yeah. you know, a yeah. <laughs> I hate it to be a neg <laughs> the negative connotation of, of a-hole. That's right. right. Yeah. We have yeah, to that's, celebrate yes. our buttholes. Right. Yeah. What should I call them? Um, ah, I would just go idiots. moron. Yeah, okay. That's <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Anyway. Uh, 
<sighs> Except for Bobcat. Yeah, Bobcat's on the show. So that's what we we're talking about. We we're telling Tristan that uh, they usually tell us, you you know, they just ignore us whenever we suggest a guest. But then one time after we suggest Bobcat a number of occasions and they ignored us as usual, they came up short. I think one of the guys from Road Rules, uh, the guy who cleans the tank, must have twisted his ankle on the way to the studio and he couldn't make it in. So they called me in a panic, and they said, can you get Bobcat in? And we got Bobcat in, and guess what, everybody? Butler on the show, and what do you know? Good ratings. Good ratings. And they re-ran that one 18 times. Re-ran it. Holy mackerel. So, like, you oh, need some money gotta, for them. i got to rethink that strategy. Rethink I really got to rethink that. All right, Tristan, talk me through the anus thing uh, one more time here. I'm up to my uh, my wristwatch now, because we did a little work during the commercial. <laughs> no, you moved on to the... You got the butt plug in. You went and got some root beer. Right. I was masturbating. Why don't you get out of here for a minute? Just give us a little space. Actually, I kind of wanted him to watch. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hang back, Drew. You can be my towel boy. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Now we're going to keep talking, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So you're going to move the butt plug around a little. Uh-huh. And then when I tell you Wait, I'm ready, not you you're ready, move it, move I'm it like ready. like a circular fashion or in and out? No, a little in and out. A little in and out. Uh-huh. Just put a little pressure on it. All right. Okay. Now, when I tell you I'm ready, mm-hmm. you're not ready. No, I'm ready. Yeah, I get that okay. part. Slap that condom on. Uh-huh. Lots of lube. Lots of lube on the condom. I probably have a lot there from before anyway, you know. Lots of lube. There's a lot of residual lube on my penis. Okay. And I got to put a condom on? You got to put a condom on. when you were alone? You got to put a condom right. on. Right. Uh. Let's put a condom on. You sure? I'm positive. You don't trust me, baby? No. Come on. I know where you've been. All right. Okay. I'll put the condom on. Okay. Condom's on. Condom's on. We're good to go. And I got a lot of lube on there. Yeah. What position you want me in? Wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get some work done this while we're like doing this. This is like a porn movie. <laughs> I'm going to walk you around the house. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we do the traditional doggy style? Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So you're behind me. That's right. Bend over. Okay. Let me see that big guy. Oh, that uh, scorpion tattoo just winked at me, Drew. The little tail. Oh, yes. Look out. Okay. So Uh you're going to go slow. Mm -hmm. I'm putting it in there real slow now. Slow. Uh So that even when you're just in a little, stay there. Mm. I was already already in. You You weren't all. No, no, no. Stay there and just let me get used to it. Then go in a little more. Stay there. Let me get used to it. There'll be plenty of time for this in, out, crazy, frenzied, fast, and furious if we want that later. All right. But slow is the key. Right. And if it hurts at go. any point, we're stopping. Okay. We're stopping. I'm going, though. No, no, no. If it hurts at any point, though, we're going to stop. Because right, it doesn't fine. have to be painful. It doesn't have to be painful, not even a little. Oh, just grab your ankles and shut your cake hole, woman. I'm behind you now. Ah, oh, yeah, you love it. That's just the way you like it. Let me get a little, let me get a little reach around. Oh, oh yeah, a little reach around oh, on yes. the clip. That's yeah. nice. Wait a minute, I gotta... Did you learn that from Drew? Uh, oh, I'm gonna lick fingers. my fingers. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Raleigh fingers. Nice. Yes. Nice. Oh. A little more pressure. Oh, okay. On the clip. I see. Yeah. Yeah, moving like in that. a nice uh, uh, circular fashion. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'm getting close. No, no, no. You're waiting for me. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're waiting right. for me. Hold on, let me think of Vietnam. Okay. All right. Let's all do right. some baseball statistics. Okay. okay. All okay. right. A little more pressure on my clip. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Here you go. Can I call you Drew? Go ahead. Okay. 
go. True. Uh, yes. True. Yes. True. Yes. True. Yes. <laughs> All right, uh, don't you grab something from the hamper, mop yourself off. I'm gonna be in front of the TV. <laughs> and I finished a root beer. <laughs> How'd you like that, Drew? You know, the beauty is, uh, Drew's wife's going to yell at him when he gets home. She's going to be pissed as hell. You know she is, Drew. <laughs> it's all in good fun. Oh, listen. Listen. When you got a guy like Drew, you got to hold on with both hands. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Yeah, exactly she's very jealous. A mother hen, that uh, wife of his. And you would be, too. I would be. And let me tell you, if Drew took you... There'd be no more of these shenanigans with your uh, bisexual buddies and the butt plugs. <laughs> You're all Drew. You're all Drew's property now, well, right? Well, see, that's why Drew and I, you know, that's cool if Drew wants someone monogamous. That's that We would just wouldn't, like, no, wouldn't jive you would on that drop point. No, you would drop your ways. I would you, drop He'd make an, uh, make an honest woman out of you. Oh, I am an honest woman. You know what I'm saying. You'd give it all up tomorrow for Drew, wouldn't you, to become uh, Mrs. Drew? Yeah. I don't know. I just maybe I just want to play Drew. Mm. But no, I've trained her so well that now the idea of me being involved with a man, she like gets off kilter. She's like surprised. <laughs> Instead of being that like jump for joy, oh, grandchildren. She's like, you're doing what? No, this would be good surprise though. Crystal, what's oh. going on over here? Crystal, Hi. you're you're Hi. 28. Hi, yes, my name's Crystal. You're right. And I have a problem. Okay, I'm recently remarried. I've been married for a year. And I had anal sex before, and I made a terrible mistake by telling my new husband that my ex-husband and I had anal sex in the past. Yeah. For five years. Oh, that's good. Okay, well, I, it's not a moral issue to me. The problem is my ex-husband had a very small penis, and my new husband... It's very well endowed, mm -hmm. and I do not find the experience now pleasurable. I find it very painful. What would you do in my position? Hey, by the way, in, right in the Notre Dame Delta. Yeah, I was about to say, watch out, here comes Quasimodo. <laughs> well, he calls himself Jack the Ripper. Uh, okay? That's nice. I mean, this is a real problem. I call myself Bob the Dripper. <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> Sir. Yeah. This is really a problem for our marriage. Yeah. What do you do with the big penis? Yeah. Um, there's nothing I can do. Right, yeah, there's, you, no, right now, really, there's a couple of guys from the uh, softball team. See, that's team. when average to small penis-sized men are really having the advantage yeah. in, in anal play. Right. Um, I think I, I'm squandering I, that one. <laughs> I have run into that. It, you know, I would say that, again... Um, you could tr you could keep trying and and keep trying would mean really work oh, up to it. No. If it's painful, I would say if you still want to be penetrated, then he needs to get you need to get a dildo that's smaller than his penis, and uh, and do it that way. Is your anus like a uh, like a leather loafer or something that uh, once you break it in, it you know doesn't bind and pinch as much? You know what I'm saying? No. You know how it is. You get a new pair of shoes. They're yeah. very stiff. They're uncomfortable. You yeah. get blisters. But after a couple of weeks walking around, there's no problem. And hell, uh, a couple of years after it rains a few times, your foot's slopping around in them. That's more like the vagina. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I mean, in oh. that... True? Is that true? Well, okay. Vagina's in like that... a shoe? No, no. In that the shoe thing, 
works for for the vagina in that you could stretch it out this way, like laterally, but you only have the shoe as a size and you only have so much toe room and then you're like going to hit the cervix uh-huh. and you can't stretch it that way. Like once in a while you see fat guys walk around in loafers and their shoe, their, their shoe is like 18 inches across. Gotta go real wide. Gotta go break. Oh. We're going two and a half hours tonight. Yeah. We are? Yeah. Wait, can you do that? No. <laughs> All right, uh, that about wraps it up, uh, except for a couple of plugs. Uh, Tristan Termino, the uh, butt plugs. Thank you, Drew. The ultimate guide to anal sex for women. This is uh, something uh, that should be on the shelf of uh, every woman's. Uh, personal love library absolutely go ahead tristan why don't you plug yourself (laughs) okay so um they can find the book at at great bookstores or they can call the press cleus press Mm 1-800-780-2279 i'm in the la area for your la listeners on saturday i'm going to be saturday the 18th i'm going to be at either or bookstore in hermosa beach oh boy and Mm -hmm. then i'll be at the nitro productions booth at the Erotica LA convention, which is next weekend. So if people want to find out about the cruise, they can either come by Erotica LA or they can call 1-800-248-0388. All right. And, uh, oh, actually, Ron Jeremy's coming on the show next week. I don't know if he's going to be on the cruise. Really? But uh, I think he's... Oh, he's promoting the same thing? So he is going to be on the cruise. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. I think he's going to be kind of... He's, he's got the penis of Isaac, but the sensibilities of Gopher. What else we got besides Ron Jeremy? Oh, next week? Uh, Natasha Henstridge, uh, my girlfriend. Someone oh, she's Tyra Banks. Someone knocked her up. Oh, and Tyra Banks, who's uh, Drew's girlfriend, is going to be on the show. So we have the ladies on the show next week. Thank you very much, Tristan. And until next time, Sam Crawford, Dr. Drew saying mahalo.